to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hey guys, welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. This is episode 77, I think, and usually Chris is sitting across from me, but instead he's decided to jet set down to Queenstown. Yeah, I am the jet setter. And uh, with our technology, uh, you know, up to speed, hopefully you'll be able to hear his side of the conversation. If not, it's going to be one-sided. <laughs> and I've got to laugh at technology because Sam's had to dumb it down in our technology to make the thing work and use a uh, Nokia phone. Yep, um, pull out the old Nokia uh, oh, dumb phone. Nokia dumb phone, yay. <laughs> Go Nokia. So, yeah, so um, how's the weather up there? It's been very, yeah, everyone goes straight to the weather, eh, when you haven't seen someone for a while. I, I, and the reason the reason I'm going straight to the weather is I'm looking out of this window. I'll have to take a photo of it so we can put it on the show notes. I'm looking out of the window in this little pokey office that I've, I've, I've sort of borrowed, and I've got the most amazing view. And it's just blue sky, sunny as, you've got the mountains there, it's just incredible. Yep. So first time I've been to Queenstown, and I've got to say... Um, I heard, you know, oh, it's beautiful down there. I'm like, well, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, damn, it really is. It's breathtaking. It's, uh, it's autumn, so all the trees are turning different colours, and, um, yeah, no snow on the mountains or anything, but they're all around. It's pretty cool. Very good. Yesterday here was pretty epic, actually. It was a, one of the best, uh, yeah, nice day. Very nice day. Excellent. Good stuff. Cool. So uh, this now you're going to have to lead everything on this because normally I have something in front of me that tells me what we're going to talk about and stuff, but uh, that's usually my phone and I'm talking on that and I don't really want to play with it in case I screw it up. Yes, but I thought you'd have so many amazing stories uh, that we might not even need to touch on this thing. Well, I did manage to get all my flights, which was pretty big because I... Um, I said to Carolyn, so Carolyn had, I stayed at my friend Carolyn's place on, what was it? Uh, Wednesday night. To jump on the plane, yeah, Thursday morning. And um, she hates mornings. And I, I, I sort of said, oh, I'll stay at your place. How do I get on the bus to get to the airport? She goes, oh, I'll give you a lift. I'm like, cool. And then she's like, oh, it's not early, at like seven or something, is it? I'm like, no, I've got to be there by 5.30. <laughs> She was not that happy with me, but that's all good. Yeah, I'm sure. So, um, yeah, she's like, uh, did, you, did you check in online? I'm like, huh? How? Oh, because this is all foreign to you. This is all foreign to me. It's been a while since I've really flown anywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't bother with any of that. Uh, I just, I said, no, we've got to be there by 5.30 so I can check in yeah. uh, physically because, you know, I don't know how you do it online. So that's all right. She wasn't overly impressed with that. But, um, yeah, so I did that. So I did manage it. And, and I was telling her, you know, my biggest um, goal for this weekend is not to miss any flights because I'm really bad for that. Yeah. Um, I quite often, uh, I have on numerous occasions either missed flights or, yeah, basically missed them. There's not much else you can do. So you could still miss the flight home, though. Yeah, I could. I'm gonna, but I'm going to try not to. Yeah, so I'm going to really, really try hard this time not to. Oh, that's so, yeah. good. That's good to hear. <laughs> it's it's interesting being in Queenstown when you haven't got uh, a lot of money. I, I have to say. Yeah, I, I bet it is. Um, 
I, we did mention that it's going to be very expensive down there. Um, yeah, it's not too bad. It's funny too. Um, so I, I had uh, Subway for dinner last night, uh, which is cool. Um, but unfortunately, the next couple of nights we've got dinner dinner, so we'll see how, how that all plays out. Yeah. Um, just just order the bread and the salad. Well, no, I mean, I don't know how it works, so we'll just see. All it means is that I won't pay rent this, this week. That's all. Um, oh, okay. That, <laughs> that doesn't affect anything or anyone else. You'll be fine. Yeah, I, I don't see anybody getting upset about that. Um, so, so we'll see how that all, all runs. Um, but, um, yeah, so, no, it's, it's real cool. Um, it's funny, though. It is really expensive here. Why? Well, sorry, I went to... Uh, um, a gathering of Beata, which is the backpackers, youth tourism, something or other thing. So I had a couple of free drinks with them because, you know, you just jump into the conferences and whatever it is you do. Did, and um, okay. had, yep. a, had a chat with some interesting, interesting people and really got a good line on maybe doing another documentary or doing a documentary. So that'll be really cool. The, the business of adventure, adventure tourism stuff. We're talking about the rent here, and it is ridiculous. This one guy, he's got a business here, and he pays uh, just over a million dollars a year in rent. Whoa. Three three places in, in uh, Queenstown, three like venues, three shops or whatever they've got. Um, the Starbucks here, and he says this is like one of the problems. The Starbucks here, they want to have a Starbucks in Queenstown because it's such a uh, a resort, you know, it's, it's a, a place to be. Yeah. So they will run it as a, at a loss because it's an advertising for them. So they'll pay whatever it takes. But they're paying 2500 a square metre for <laughs> the Starbucks here. There's, there's no way you can sell enough coffee to recoup that cost. Now, I don't know what 2500 a square metre per what time frame that is. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what a year, but I didn't want to say because I didn't want to look like an idiot. So I don't know what he what he meant, but it sounds like a hell of a lot, you know? Because so, he was like, we're playing, in their place, they're paying um, 600, I think he said, a square metre or, or 500 a square metre or whatever it was. And these guys are paying two and a half grand, which just raises the price for everybody else. Because they're like, well, somebody's willing to pay it and all yeah. the prices go up. That's true. But yeah, so... So it's interesting, um, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's. I don't think it's necessarily that expensive to be here. And what I should have done is bring uh, a bunch of my baked beans and stuff with me. Yes, you know, I've got a, I've got a kitchen at the place I'm at, but of course I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, all I bought was biscuits, cheap biscuits. So anyway, <laughs> that's cool. Um, so, <laughs> um, so all I've been doing so far is listening to some speakers. I jumped into a couple of practice sessions yesterday and I was just doing one this morning downstairs and they're carrying on with one now in the boardroom so I've just run up to Trent's office to use that for this call. Oh, very and good. It's, it's really interesting. So tomorrow they're at the venue and they're doing full dress rehearsal, technical rehearsals, doing a whole lot in the actual venue. Um, so I'm going to be with them for that tomorrow and it's really waking me up to what we've actually got to do for TEDx Rikura. Yeah, um, yeah, so sounds, I, sounds good. Yeah, I'm taking a lot tonight, so it's really good. So I'm learning quite a bit. Probably boring people now. <laughs> no, you're fine. I, I sold my pumpkin. Sold your pumpkin? Yeah, you know that big, biggish, the big pumpkin of the three I had? Yeah. Yeah, I shipped it to Auckland yesterday. Oh, really? Someone wanted a pumpkin. What, what, what did you get for that? 20 bucks or something? $25, and they paid the shipping. 
Oh, right. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. They want a pumpkin as a centerpiece for their daughter's Cinderella party. So I said, yes, I've got a pumpkin. <laughs> sent, sent them some photos and they sent me some money and boom. Are you going to start a, um, a website for trading pumpkins? Uh, well, I've got Pumpkintrader.co.nz. a... No, but I do have an online shop set up on the pumpkin website, so I can add them in. Oh, right. Yeah, of course you can. Um, well, that's cool. Now, all There's week... No, Pumpkins.co.nz, folks. Yep. Uh, all week you've been talking about something and I can't remember what it is and it's some people you met and you said they've got an interesting story. Hopefully you remember what that was about. Nope. You didn't have, you didn't put it in Trello. It was a talk with some people and they're called, uh, you met them at the Waikato show, those people. Oh, oh, Makers. And yeah, I did put that in Trello, but it didn't come up. That's right, because I went to Trello today. Tribe Makers is really cool. So I went to the Waikato show. It's five bucks to get in there. I was really impressed because I thought I was through in an hour. Just, just quickly, I just, I just want to butt in. The second episode of The Life of Chris is Chris talking about the Waikato show. Is that out? No, not yet, but I might do that later today. Today? Oh, that's the Harcourt's one. Yeah, yes. I won't talk about that. Um, okay, yeah, no, so Tribe Makers was a really cool little um, stand. It was interesting. So we went in and um, they sort of, there's a, a certain path that you have to take through the thing. Like it yeah. um, set up that way. And it was really, really good. I spent hours in there. But one of the first things was the broadband, um, phone and broadband type, real broadband, really. And they had every, um, every broadband provider I've ever heard of, I think, except Spark. And um, skinny, because yeah. skinny does broadband, of course. Um, so I, I thought it was interesting that they, or oh, and big pipe wasn't there. So anything to do with telecom basically wasn't there. So that uh, that was amusing. But one of the ones I, I heard the Vodafone woman, well, she had some flyers and stuff, and it talked about Tribe Maker, and I was like, that's an interesting thing. What is that? Is that something they sold? And then I found the store Tribe Maker. Yeah. And uh, these guys. Um, what they do is they do a, they can sort out your Wi-Fi. And they can also sort out a whole bunch of other things. Now, Chris did explain this, but I cut him off because I twiddled with a dial and he doesn't know that. They have products for point of sale, digital marketing, guest Wi-Fi, digital signage, guest list, Wi-Fi sound solution, surveillance, back office IT, a whole bunch of different stuff. So the Wellington-based crowd, and it was a, um, I can't remember their names, I don't have the cars with me now, but um, there was a South African guy and a New Zealand guy, partners, and they do slightly different works. But one of the guys does uh, um, TV screens for, like, in a pub, so you'd have the music videos going in there. Yeah. And he's set it up. It looks beautiful, really. So they're using HTML5 and stuff like that. So they have a scene in the background. You've got the TV screen showing either a sports, could be cricket or whatever, it could be a music video or whatever. And then the, the screen sort of peels off a bit to the side so that it's still going and you've got ads coming down the side or looking look really flash, you know, the, um, a rotating dish or something like that. Yeah. And he said, you know, normally I remember in the old CBD you used to have this stuff and you'd be watching it and then uh, the full screen would come up with, you know, uh, ladies night or whatever and you'd be like, Ah, get back to the get back to the um, thing that you're the, showing. The, the cr- cricket or this yeah. sailing or whatever it was, you know. So this was a brilliant idea. I thought that was really good. And then he goes, "Oh no, we're going way further than that." So what we're doing now is we're doing um, a quiz, a pub quiz, and it's all around the New Zealand. So we can have a prize that's you know a car yeah. for your team to win. And um, 
you know, they don't have to, the, the pub basically doesn't have to do anything. They just turn it on. You've still got somebody there to mark the cards and all the rest of it, so there's still a person there. Yeah. But they don't have to muck around with any of the other stuff, and it all comes up um, on, you know, on the screens around the pub, and they just set it, all the questions. And, oh, that's the thing. And he can make it slave master to your phone, so you can log in with your phone and do all the questions on your phone. That's pretty cool. You don't have to use um, paper at all. Yeah. And he goes, you know, and because we don't want people Googling it, it just means you, you structure the questions in such a way that it's not something that people can Google. You know, like, um, you know, I'm going to play a cl- three clips from movies, real short clips. What's the common denominator through this? It might be a, the act or it might be the topic or it might be whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, And yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah. So it was brilliant. I, I really had a good time chatting to these guys. I sp- must have spoken for at least 40 minutes. They were really, really good. So tribe makers um, and, and things like um, we're going to be doing a lot more stuff in supermarkets. When you go in with your phone, it recognises who you are. Tells you what specials you've got um, that you've bought in the past, the stuff you've bought in the past that are on special. Yeah. You just look at all the other specials so it pushes through. Give you a voucher for the coffee out the front, you know, so next time you come, you get a free coffee when you come to supermarket shopping. So, that sort of stuff. Are so, they independent of Vodafone or? Do... Yeah, they're totally independent company. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think all, because I thought it was the Vodafone thing because the woman had it on her desk. Yeah. So all it was was they were doing a seminar that day. Oh, okay. Um, and that was all it was. And I, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, they were independent, Wellington based team, just a couple of guys making some really good products. So I thought, right, I'll mention that because that was really cool. Very good. Uh, I've got a story here about it's obviously from America because uh, all the weird stuff happens there. <laughs> if if you were working in a place and you got a phone call that said, "Hey, I'm from the fire department. Um, your place is full of gas. You have to smash all the windows now to survive." Would you query that? Yeah, I would absolutely query that. Uh, no, Burger King workers, including the manager, don't. So they went and smashed all their windows out. Are you kidding me? No, that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, uh, claimed another outlet. Um, uh, $14,000 worth in damages. Is that. Did you say claimed another? So this has been done before. Yeah, remember. Do you remember that time that person rung up and uh, it's been on TV and they got the girl at McDonald's to strip off because they said that they were the police? No. That happened years ago and they got the manager in and they said she has to take all her clothes off now and they just keep going on and on and. There's some sort of psychological thing where these people just go, oh, it's authority on the phone. I have to do what they tell me. Oh, my God. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so funny because they talk about security all the time, cybersecurity and all the rest of it. But, you know, it's always the wetware that screws it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's always <clears throat> the human being. So <laughs> it's, it's much more social con stuff that'll, that'll get you through all the time. And this is the most obvious um, example of that I've ever heard. Well, there was another... Um, another gas leak phone call in February and that was $35,000 worth of damage and not only did they smash all the windows, the manager then drove his car and rammed it into the building. On instructions from somebody. Yeah, and uh, it happened at a Wendy's in Phoenix in late January as well. So, good times. How stupid are these people? I wonder if it happened anywhere but America. Well, the we only... <laughs> Uh, Except that if it, if it worked, we'd be in a lot of trouble. You can uh, you can try it. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
So, um, but yeah, that's, that's insane. Yeah, and this week there was some footage of a fleet of self-driving trucks driving across Europe. Yeah, yeah, I finally read that story just before uh, this phone call, actually. Oh, very good. <laughs> in, in, in an attempt to actually know uh, what we were talking about before we were talking about it. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm good like that now. <laughs> oh, really? You've, tur- you've turned a new leaf. I'm so onto it now. Um, yeah, no, I, um, I, that was really cool because what I didn't realize beforehand, so the, the, the trucks um, went in a convoy, which they call a platoon, um, across Europe for a thousand miles, and uh, or a thousand kilometers, I think. Um, but what I didn't realize was the biggest impact of it was how close together they can drive and operate as one vehicle. So the if one of them breaks, they all break at the same time because they're all connected. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, Wi-Fi connected or whatever. And um, but because of that slipstream, it's they say what it was five or fifteen percent fuel or something. Did just you? Because they're. Yeah. Did yeah. you read the comments? No, I didn't read any comments. So they said the trucks obviously can't park and back into loading bays. So at the other end, you will need truck drivers to take over and maneuver them. Yeah. And then it's. I almost thought it meant the first drive, first truck had a driver though? Yeah, it probably does. Oh, no, yeah, I don't know, because the comments were like, it's fine, but at certain points, they can only go 40, uh, 40 miles an hour or 40 kilometers an hour. They go really slow, and because they're so close, it's like a rolling roadblock, and they said, we don't know how they would work as they are uh, going into a city in a big um, traffic system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has to be. That's where you have a lot more of those land ports outside, like they're building a Waikato. Yeah, um, so I think know, it's a good a land port for land port and stay on the motorways and stuff. And yeah, yeah, it's a good trial um, system. Yeah, no, it's good to give it a go. And um, yeah, no, I thought I, I think it's a, a step in the right direction. But was truck driver on that list the other week of places that things that were going to be obviously. Of course um, not. That w- no, that would have yeah, made sense. Because that, that list was piece of, excuse me, shit. That really was. <laughs> hey, you're <laughs> still <laughs> angry about it so many weeks later. Oh, oh, oh I've got to record this. Hang on. Um, uh, this officer, he goes, oh, I have this over in the corner for when I get stressed. Yeah. And it's a, a Bhutan bell or something. Okay. Um, from Cambodia or something like that. And uh, I said, oh, I need that for the podcast. So when I have a rant, we can play it afterwards. I'll just grab it. Don't break it. Oh, that, that's so calming. Um, yeah. I'll record it so we can use it in the future. Oh, yeah. I, oh, very good. <laughs> so calming. <laughs> that's quite, quite, quite beautiful, too. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I have nothing to rant about at the moment. Did you? Uh, did, have a, sorry? did they give you something to eat on the plane? What did you have as your snack? Uh, I had two snacks. I had two planes. Um, obviously, um, I had a muffin. Yes, oh, and nice. A coffee, and then I had a cookie time cookie, which wasn't really a cookie time cookie because it was about as big as a ginger nut. It's it's they're called rookies. It's the little baby ones. Oh, really? Yeah. Really, there's no for that. Yeah, uh, if you read the packet, it said a, a rookie cookie. Um, oh, okay. The only reason I ask is someone got agitated on a flight from Rome to Chicago because there was no cheese and crackers, 
and he got so agitated they had to divert and land in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Because there's no cheese and crackers. Yeah, he got so agitated he apparently started chasing one of the staff members down the aisle and threatening a fellow passenger over it. What? He's denying it, and he's from California, so I don't believe him. He was leaving the Netherlands, did you say? No, he was going from Rome to Chicago. No, I thought he was on the road, that's all. <laughs> it makes more sense if he was leaving the Netherlands. No, so they, they, they warned him that they'll have to divert if he continued behaving the same way, and then the captain said, yeah, we've got to divert. So it had to dump thousands of litres of fuel before making the unscheduled stop and the crew couldn't fly because they'd exceed their flying hours, so everyone had to wait in the airport and sleep on the floor for 24 hours. Holy crap. And uh, it's, a, um, it's a trial at the moment. Gonna get, yeah, it, yeah it, is he going to get fined like a ridiculous amount of money for that? Or we what? hope so. Everyone hopes so. <laughs> everyone hopes so. Everyone in the world hopes so. Yep. God. You know, um, I know slavery is not a thing that people like anymore, and, and I have been reading Game of Thrones again, and I, I, I sort of, I sort of see the point of it. But it's the sort of that, stuff that you go, you know what? You do that sort of shit, you deserve to be in slavery for a while. We'll give you ten years of slavery. I um, wondered where that. Co- I wondered where that was going because your intro to that sentence was uh, very unique. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, <laughs> but yeah, no, but you know what I mean. I mean, so community service is supposed to be like slavery, but I reckon they should really make it slavery. Yeah, okay, interesting uh, point there. There'd uh, be a lot of rules and regulations around it, and probably a lot of uh, middle management. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. In these um, you, in these days, you wouldn't get a lot of the perks that you used to get back in the no. Westeros. I'm no. sure, but anyway, but yeah, yeah, um, but there, yeah. I, I think sort of you know have a kettle for them to sleep in. Yeah, yeah. They have to leave chains, and uh, they got to do what you say, pretty much. Yep, and one of those, uh, you know, one of those things that you might get if you're a slave is Microsoft might reduce your OneDrive storage even more. That, okay, so I put that in because that just cracks me up. So Microsoft sent me a message saying, you know, your OneDrive storage. This is just a friendly notice that your OneDrive storage is going to reduced from, I think it was 15 gig to 1 gig or something. Wow, no. I, did you, I don't know. Did, I put a note in I, there. I put, I put it in the Trello, but I can't actually throw it in the month. But, no, no, no. Um, I actually researched it. Yeah. So they actually announced they were going to do this in November last year. They said existing users could sign up and they can continue with their 15 or 30 gigabyte storage. Unlimited storage, though, has now been cut back to 1 terabyte but anyone new signing up will only get five gigabytes. So the users knew it was coming, but they've only just started implementing it now. Yeah, well, they they said they sent that to me, and I've never used it. So maybe that's why they sent it to me, saying, "Oh, you know, you've got yeah, yeah at the moment for fifteen, and now you're going to go to five or something." And I was just like, "Well, no wonder I'm not using it." For everybody else, they're expanding what they give out, and for Microsoft, they're contracting. Doesn't that just sum up the whole company? Uh, it seems a bit strange. There's got to be more. I don't know. I mean, but you're right. I mean, and I don't even. Counters. But who uses it? Most counters over marketing. But most people use Dropbox or Google Drive. So. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, I've, I've got paid Google Drive. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's so so cheap, really. It's dollar fifty or something 
for a 25 gig or something. I can't remember now. I mean, I've got Amazon uh, Simple Storage, yeah. which I've got. I spend, I've got a lot more than of storage in that, and that's just not even costing me a dollar yet a month, I don't think. Uh, that's yeah. a lot cheaper again, but it's harder to use, and it's a little bit less... Um, oh, right. <laughs> I checked my um, backup provider because I have everything backed up in the cloud. And um, I think they're storing 125 gig of my stuff at the moment. So yeah. that's unlimited. So I just pay a monthly well, fee. Just, um, Amazon, you pay for what you use. Yeah. Right? So, you, you know, you're not paying for a, a block that you're not using. Yeah. Um, and uh, their deep freeze, it's called something ice, ice storage or something like that, which is storage that you can only um, access a little bit at a time. You can only use 10% of it in a month or something. Yeah. But there's it's still stuff that you're not normally accessing, but you want to keep. Yeah. And it's one cent, one cent per gigabyte per month. Yeah, it's crazy, eh? I know. It's, it's awesome, isn't it? I mean, you know, if you've got a bunch of data that you need, but you're not going to need very often, you don't need to access it very often, but you've got to have it there in case something goes wrong. One cent per gigabyte per month. That's awesome. That's very good. Um, do you think the MPs get that as a perk or as a freebie? MPs? You've got the link here. Did you put it in? About the MPs freebies? Nope. nope. Oh, no, it was me. I don't even know why I put it in here. <laughs> uh, You're trying to make me look dumb. Uh, they've released the Parliament Register, which shows the gifts given to politicians, and some of the gifts include a cat jungle gym, karaoke machine, and skydive. And... Um, I, I just remembered why I linked to this because, uh, hang on, I've just got to open it real quick. The MP, uh, Nationals Nikki K received a cat jungle gym for her cat Lily uh, from some pallet recycling place. Right. And um, I need to show you the photo, but it looks like a pile of crap. And she said... So they got that as a perk. Yeah, they just gave it to them. Yeah. Yes, it's it's interesting, eh? Because like the whole thing that's going on in the states at the moment about corruption, and you know Bernie Sanders is really trying to spark a revolution. Whether he gets uh, voted in or not, I think he really is trying to spark that revolution to say, "Hang on, the way um, American politics is run is totally corrupt." You know, they need it. Um, there's an economic formula for becoming president. You have to have enough money. If you've got enough money, you've got it. And then uh, the, the way to get the money is to get people to fund it, corporates to fund it, who have favours that they want to ask later on, and you're going to give them what they want. Yeah. You know? I see Drew. Uh, it's Drew. just corporation, uh, sorry, corruption in a bureaucratic manner. Yeah. Judith Collin got 21 tickets to different events. So she's been busy. <laughs> well, you know, you, you gave some free tickets to some people for the pumpkin, Great Pumpkin Carnival. Oh, that's right. It's free to go anyway. Yeah, that's right. I mean, my, <laughs> my buddy Andrew Little went skydiving uh, with photos included in support of a Kia Conservation Trust. So, you know, good on him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether that you can really can talk about that as being a, a perk. So, you know how it works. The... Skydiving school would have said, oh, you will jump on this Kia Trust thing. And yeah. then the Kia Trust will say, well, we want, you know, we can either offer that as a, um, a reward, as a competition, or, and, or, because it might be both, or we'll um, get somebody with some, you know, clout behind them 
that has a lot of followers on Twitter or whatever, and we'll throw them out of plane. Yeah. Maybe maybe people got to vote whether he gets the parachute or not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that's that's what you call a that's what you call a competition fit. <laughs> I think if we chucked John Key out of the plane, there'd be more people voting no parachute than parachute. You never know, but um, we might not get to that. But we do have to wrap up the podcast. Okay, very good. Well, um, I will uh, take a photo of the view from this window and I'll send it to you in Telegram so you can put it in the show notes. Um, you could just post yeah. it onto the Facebook page, the Chris and Sam podcast on Facebook. Do that. Do that instead. Maybe, yeah, that'd be good. Or, um, yep, check us out, the Chris and Sam pod on Twitter or the Chris and Sam podcast.com. Yep. Absolutely. And check out our and Facebook will... page because the Life of Chris um, videos will be getting published there. And uh, you you may have a guest you may have a guest need... spot on someone else's vlog. I, I have to say, uh, for the record, for everybody out there, so the Life of Chris is not my idea. I have very little to do with the Life of Chris except having a camera pointed at me. Oh yeah, I no, I think it's... I think most people realise that. That's good. I mean I don't say I... it's your idea. Yeah. All right. But I don't but, think it's gonna work. I think nobody will like it. And if you um if you don't like it, go onto Facebook and put the angry face on it. No. And that way if we've got more angry faces than anything else, I can prove to Sam that it's not liked. Will Fle- Will Fleming has started a vlog on YouTube. He subscribed to uh, the Life of Chris channel and he said that he may want you on his channel one day and have a talk with you. There's there's a channel. I have a channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on YouTube. Oh, God. Okay, all right. Uh, we've got to end this now. <laughs> Chris is feeling depressed while in Queenstown because uh, he's finding out more about himself, uh, what I'm doing. Uh, also, I've catalogued the laughs for the laugh of Chris.com, so I should get onto that soon, too. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, yes. So okay. you you will have an. Start making a million dollars out of any of these things, million dollars a year. I will expect a cut. Oh, no, will you now? Will you now? I, I don't think it'll be a big cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I maybe I'll give you the same amount of money you went to Queenstown with. How's that? <laughs> Nobody can live on that. <laughs> oh well, we better go. Uh, have a good time. We'll catch up with you next week, and then I'll be back in the studio next week. It'll be great. We're going to record a day late. Uh, a couple of days late next week. I'm in Christchurch from Wednesday to Sunday. Chris will be back, and I'm sure there'll be lots of stories from both of our travels. Yeah, that's right. So we're gonna. It won't be next Sunday. It'll be the probably like Tuesday, or Wednesday. Right? Yeah, we're going to record Monday and then uh, see how we go. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll catch you later, man. Cool. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.